0: Hello fam and welcome back to well isn't that interesting a podcast where we explore this weird thing we call our earth just so you all know all the things from the previous episode still apply I still don't know what I'm talking about and I have not gained any new degrees between then and now however I have done more research since then and I have come to you with the fruit of that research my dear friends I'm sure you are wondering, what's today's episode based on? It's based on a question. Can coconut water be used for blood transfusion? The simple answer is no. But we are getting ahead of ourselves. I ran across this question while I was listening to a podcast. I think it was ologies, but I couldn't find the quote itself, so it doesn't matter. On whatever podcast or whatever content, someone was being interviewed and gave the fun fact that coconut water could be used in emergencies for blood transfusions. Although this fact really confused me, I just ran with it because I trusted the source. But I still wanted to know more about it. So, that's how we got on the list, and now we're doing an episode on it. Now, I think a good place to start with this whole discussion is to talk about what a blood transfusion is. At its most basic level, all a blood transfusion is, is taking blood from one person and injecting it into the veins of someone else. Blood is made out of four components. Red blood cells, which is the stuff that transfers oxygen. White blood cells, which is the ones that fight disease. Platelets. That's the stuff that helps your blood clot, so if you get a cut, it will clot and keep you from bleeding out, and plasma. It's kind of the liquid soup that everything else flows through and also helps carry hormones through the body. When you donate blood, they either keep it whole or they separate it into various components. This means that when someone gets a blood transfusion, There are various different types of things that can be transfused. The doctor could just give you white cells, or red cells, or plasma, or platelets. They don't have to necessarily give you everything, which is super interesting. So, back to coconut water. What exactly is coconut water? Well, simply put, coconut water is the liquid found inside the coconut. Coconut water is different than coconut milk because coconut water is only the liquid found inside the coconut, while coconut milk is more like a juice that uses both the coconut water and the flesh of the coconut. Coconut water is usually made from green coconuts, which are coconuts that have not fully developed because apparently that makes better coconut water. There are a lot of claims about coconut water. But from my research, these claims are either overstated or completely false. And several coconut water companies have been penalized for false advertising. But that is not what this podcast is about. Now that we know what transfusions are and what coconut water is, how would these two things mix? Well, according to my research, most people who are claiming you can do this will either say that coconut water can be a replacement for plasma or saline solution. We talked about plasma earlier, and a saline solution is simply a particular type of salt solution used in the medical practice. With all that being said, how is coconut water for transfusing? First off, coconut water is not sterile. This is something people claim But doctors say no, and I tend to believe the doctors. There are many reasons that coconut water should not be used for transfusions. For starters, its pH level is closer in mimicry of the inside of the blood cells than the plasma. Also, although potassium is good for drinking, it's not necessarily good for injecting into your vein. And doctors worry that the levels in coconut water could be too high and troublesome when put straight into your brain. If that wasn't bad enough, on Snopes they say hypertonic fluids such as coconut water could cause cerebral edema, blood hemolysis, worsening kidney failure, heart arrhythmia, and many other neurological complications. All of which sound like a great reason not to put it in your blood. It is recommended by some to be good for oral hydration. So yeah, if you're really dehydrated, just drink it. So at the end of the day, until they come out with a synthetic blood, blood is the only thing that can be used as blood. Along the course of this episode, I came across several things that were interesting but not long enough to make their own podcast. So I will tell you now. The first thing is that blood plasma is the only part of blood that can be frozen and has a shelf life of a year compared to red blood cells which have a 42 day shelf life. Because plasma can be frozen, it is often referred to in the medical community as FFP, which means fresh frozen plasma. Secondly, according to a study, coconut water is a good way to preserve teeth if they are kicked out of your face for some reason. So next time you're in a street fight and get your front teeth knocked out, put them in a cup of coconut water and who knows, they might be able to stick them back into your face. If you're curious about how I did my research, my sources are in the description. If you have any questions or topics you'd like me to cover next, you can put them in the YouTube comments if you're watching there, or you can contact me through social medias. I'm cat on the go on most of my social medias, including Reddit, Twitter, and YouTube. I'm also probably going to look into setting up a Discord at some point, but I only use Discord for talking to friends. so. I don't really know how the other stuff works. Anyway, until next time, I hope you have fun and keep on learning. Cheers!